Hello and welcome to Different Twang Podcast with myself, Rue. I'm Shay. I'm Tendai, but you can call me Tens. And we are coming to you from the 0161, that's Manchester. If you don't know, now you know. Now you know. Yes, that's what's up. Episode 21. Yeah, baby. I'm now legal. What did you say today? I said 21, the legal age. Wow. In okay. where? Yeah. America. Why do we care mm. about that? that <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now you're legal everywhere. Yeah. Well, can I just say, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Have you guys got your Christmas decorations up? Actually, do you do mm. Christmas decorations? I do. Okay, how about you, Shay? When do you do your Christmas decorations? I don't, if you weirdly do enough. Um, See, so that's me as well. I think, well, I did one year with my old mm-hmm. housemate, um, me and my friends, yeah. when we used to live together, we were like, we're going to do a little something. So we went and got a little um, real tree, and then we got some decorations, mm-hmm. and we did that. But it was weird because we weren't there for Christmas together, we went home. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was just like, it mm. didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Also as well, the new place that I'm in, last year we discussed it. I said, I'm not I'm not doing it because people aren't going to like pull their weight to take the decorations down. I don't want to have to be the master <laughs> yeah. of it. So then they yeah. were like, no, no, they will do it. So I said, fine, that's fine. I brought the decorations up. And no one did it. So I was like, I'll just take my decorations down again. Um, as in like, I brought the decorations out to be put up as in to de- decorate that, the, the house and no one did it. So I just, I just gingerly took my decorations back and kept them away. Wow. So I'm not going to do it this year either because it's not the vibe. But I think when I have kids um, mm-hmm. and I've got my own house, um, then I will do it. I think it's for the kids yeah. because. It's yeah. definitely yeah. What about you? Ruth? But I like watching. I like watching Christmas movies when my house feels like Christmas. Um, so that's when I'm probably going to start watching my Christmas movies. Plus, I don't actually start decorating my house. I always think twelve days of Christmas. So twelve days before Christmas, that's when I decorate my house, and then I'll take them down twelve days after Christmas. Twelve days after wow, Christmas, she's got, like a regime. Yeah, that's a long time. I know. Wait. How many days? People should say, uh, most people are like, oh, you should always take your Christmas down. Was it? Is it the 1st of January? Listen, I'm an advocate of doing But I do 12 days before and 12 days after, and that's done. Um, To me, I don't recognize um, Christmas until after my birthday. That's the thing. To be honest, I've got beef with Christmas. (laughs) I only put. (laughs) You'd never put a Christmas tree up anyway. I only, yeah. You have beef with Jesus's apparent birthday. Mm-hmm. It's even an alleged birthday. Do we really yeah, know? I, I, if we're that's why I said apparent. I said apparent. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm like reinforcing the thing. Like to be honest, it's actually you're actually right there. But I would say I only put them up because my mom would tell me to. Otherwise, um, we. In our house, the only person that really cared about it is my mom. Or if my niece is coming for Christmas, and then um, then we'll put it up because my mom usually like 
will be in Zim, or my both my parents will be in Zim over Christmas. So we're just like, oh, we'll be there. But if we're not there, my mum's there. We're just like, there's no one to tell us put the Christmas tree up. We just don't really care, to be honest. Also, but Christmas is where you weren't celebrating it with your parents. Where I have been celebrating with my parents. Where you haven't celebrated it with your parents because you said they're usually in Zim. Yeah, I have. Or either I'm in Zim I'm with in them Zim. as yeah. well as well. Or I'm I'm in Zim with one parent and not the other, just depending. But I think la yeah, we've not spent Christmas together in in years, like everyone. Cause um oh, wow. I think this year will be this the first Christmas where we're we're all like together. Um because of the whole travel sitch. So yeah. yeah, yeah. If I if I wasn't if, if there wasn't COVID, I would probably be in Zim this Christmas. So my parents and my brothers will be here. Listen, I spent a lot of I've lost a lot. I've spent a lot of Christmases not with the rest of the family. They get together and I'm not there. But last year Christmas was at my house, so I think ev- and everyone like had the best Christmas ever. Um, so I think they're coming back to my house again this year. <laughs> so I think I'll have to decorate anyway. Because I make a mean dish. I think Christmas will, will be um, at uh, mine and my sister's this year. But even then, do I really want to put up a Christmas tree? Not really. But I do have a little corner I can put it up. So I don't know. We'll see. I just don't want to be the guy to do it. Because then you have to take it down as well. I sound like a Grinch, don't I? You do. <laughs> but really. anyway, I love Christmas. I Christmas, Christmas tree. I do feel you though. Yeah. What type of Christmas decorations do you like when you do put them up? I like the Noel ones, so I'm very traditional with my Christmas decorations. It's always like green, silver, red. What's um, is that? What Noel means? No, like the Noel, the type, like the traditional look that you yeah, see on Christmas movies. Types. Not, yeah. not this, not this um, blush, white, silver sort of thing. It's, yeah, because you can get yeah like, the traditional scandy. colors. Um, I don't know. Yeah. What, I can't remember the different types, but there are different types of decorations that you can put. If I was to put up decorations, I think I'd like to go down either like the Scandi, con- like the Scandi contemporary kind of blush pinks, um, mm. whites, and things like that. However, I also really like like the gold and black kind of vibe. I don't know what that one is, but mm. I do oh, like that's a, nice. a dark kind of Christmas as well. Um, yeah, but I don't really like the traditional stuff at all. It's really? Not, it's I funny. Um, what colours do we have? It's funny, like, last year, we literally put the Christmas tree up the day before, uh, on Christmas Eve, and it was after a lot of ooming and airing as well, as who's going to do it. <laughs> but, you, just, you just don't want to go to the attic, I'm sure. Yeah, I d- I'm not trying to go into the attic. I don't like the attic. So <laughs> so it was one of those. Um, my sister had to be like, please, please. But I didn't even go into the attic. But like I said, we did it for the, for the child. But I am thinking of like getting a real one. But how do you dispose of it? Do you have to cut it down first? In, the, in, the, in your bin. Oh, Lord. See, that sounds like a lot of effort. I'll take it to the skip. That's true still. Again, I feel like it's more unnecessary effort. 
However, I'm I'm going to try because our next door neighbor, he's so funny. When we met him, we met him in like July. He was like, "Oh my gosh, it's gonna be so fun living next to each other on uh, Christmas. We have to do Christmas competition to do who has the best decorations." In my head, I was thinking you've already won because he's <laughs> probably not gonna have decorations. So at the other day, because we have the same house the same like mat outside the door his has changed it's now a christmas one already <laughs> i was like well damn <laughs> <laughs> so he's, al- wow. he's already winning on those cards so i might just make a little bit of effort you know for competition's sake you know how i love competing are you gonna put a reef on your door i've already got one now no um i'm not mad mad very, okay very mad what makes you feel like it's christmas like uh, what's one thing once harry you potter. have this what's harry potter got to do with christmas every christmas harry potter's on on the tv you can't not have christmas so once without harry potter i cannot have christmas without the grinch i've never watched like the, the grinch, grinch you know oh it's because when i was at school um i was a narrator for the grinch and pantomimes and stuff like that and and christmas plays so i know that script like the back of my hand honestly <laughs> so when the grinch is on i'm there narrating it and then the actors will do their thing. And I know all the Grinch says. I know from the word, bro. Wow. I love the Grinch. <laughs> so when the Grinch is on, I'm just like, I just sit there and just be out here narrating the Grinch. So I'm assuming That's we're mad. talking about what Christmas movies we like. Because it sounds like yeah. it makes Christmas for you guys is the movies. Do you know well, what? Well, to be honest, yeah. it's, it's the movie for me. It's the movie for me. Yeah. Um, what... Oh, Christmas movies. I'm not that big on Christmas movies, to be fair. I think the one that I like the most is This Christmas. Um, yeah. The one with, like, where the Chris family Brown. come together. Yeah, that's, like, my mm-hmm. Christmas movie. Um, How about but I've not really, Home Alone? Don't care for it. <laughs> I watched it when I was younger. <laughs> I, don't really, I don't really care for it. Um, I don't, I've not really... I don't think I've watched The Grinch through and through. Even like films yeah. like Die Hard and all of them ones, I'm just like, mm, yeah. No. You've not watched Die Hard. Uh, I, I like The Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I'm not really a fan of like, oh, the Christmas miracle and all of that Christmas magic and stuff yeah. like that. To Excuse me, me is... Die Hard's got nothing to do with Christmas. <laughs> no, neither does Harry Potter. But they they make it seem like it's a Christmas movie though. It's always on the Christmas yeah. movie list. Is it? I've not, I can't yeah. even remember the premise of the film. Is it? based around the christmas season is that why no it's, it's not so nothing why, well, so is it just because it's always on around christmas i think yeah so. just like harry yeah, potter well. it's got nothing to do with christmas but it's always on at christmas Nah, i'm not really fussed so excuse me yesterday when i asked you for action films you told me to watch die hard and yet you've never watched it yeah, it's always I know it's an it's action film, mentioned. isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> it's, what's his, is it not, what's his name? Mr. Jason Statement. Bruce Willis. Oh, it's Bruce Willis. What? <laughs> oh, Lord. How dare you? I've not watched oh, it. Do you know what? <laughs> I ha- do you know what? I've got the box set for Die Hard. I'm not going to lie. I've got all of them. She's a Die Hard, Die Hard Mad. fan. Wee. I know. You know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I really am. Oh, I've got a question. Did you guys get anything in the PLT sale? No, I've never been on it. No, I heard I things didn't. were going for, for like two. 5p and stuff. Okay, let's talk about my this. ethics. Because ethic- ethically, it is wrong. It is wrong. What are they paying the people in the factory? If they're going to be selling them mm-hmm. clothing for 5p, that, mm-hmm. that means they're not making a profit. Then the people in the factories are not being paid their their fair share. Um, yeah, and we already know that with PLT and all these brands anyway, fast yeah. fashion is messed fashion. up. Um, I barely buy yeah. things from PLT anyway, mainly from a quality perspective. So when I saw it, yeah, I was it's, One it's not my own. It's gone. Yeah, and... Mm. <laughs> this is controversial but i stand with my friend on this opinion but she was like girls will be out here being like take me to hackersan take me to the shard and take Mm -hmm. me x y and z but they're rolling up in 5p Mm -hmm. um plt dresses sis exactly but that's the thing you do what you want when you're popping what no if i was a man do what you want when you're popping what does that mean what because who's going to tell you, oh, your dress is 5p, you can't be taken to Hakkasan? I don't think, I just Excuse feel like, me? no, no, no. Do you know what it is? It's the demand because you hear it. They'll be like, it's different. If somebody goes, hey, let's go to Hakkasan. I want to take, I want to take yeah. you to Hakkasan. Oh, and so you've you got, mean And the, you've got a 5p, yeah. um, 5P dress, dress in your, that's different. But when girls will be, they'll mm-hmm. be demanding that like, this is the lifestyle that I want. This is what you need to give me. But you're not even yeah. on par mm-hmm. with that lifestyle. I'm exactly. sorry. That's, exactly. It's weird to me. It's not, they, the two, it's not yeah. aligning. And it's beyond so, balling on a budget yeah I, you ain't I know even demand demanding stuff so uh, yeah. um apparently this guy it's umar kamani i think he's one of the mm-hmm. the kamani prophets what? or the kamani family oh he he's a co-founder of of plt so nasty gal boohoo plt are the kamani family yeah and miss pap karen millen coast yeah they also yeah. have a lot of um the, the the Kamani family have a lot of real estate as well. They own they own a property. What do they? Um, company. Yeah, they're really mm-hmm. monopolizing on things. Yeah. So he put on Twitter in response to people um talking about oh your stuff and stuff. He was like, when we do ninety nine percent off, we take a loss on those lines. We don't pay people less, but um. There's been like reports of, you know, garment factory workers in Leicester and stuff getting paid like three pounds fifty an hour. Yeah. And they need to stop. And all of that Exactly. It was like an investigation and it's like the being paid like below the minimum wage. Yeah. Mm. Uh, how heavily if they're talking about three pounds something, that's fractional of the the national minimum wage. So they need yeah. to stop chatting was like they know what they're doing, and then what they try to do as well is they'll cover it up with when they're doing all this like um social um, um corporal social responsibility. But the truth is, you're not even paying your staff properly. I'm not saying that I'll never mm-hmm. buy things from PLT, misguided boohoo. Every once in a while, I I'm looking for something specific, and they've got it. Or, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. the majority of my clothes do not come from those particular stores. Also, mm-hmm. as well, same. It's a good job they don't fit me well. Is, so it's good. Fast fashion in general is very unethical, but in the end, I do need clothes, so <laughs> I just pick and choose. <laughs> mm-hmm. However, 
It's funny because I also came across an article, I think yesterday, talking about yes, like fast fashion is exploitative. Is that how you say the word? Exploitative. I don't know what in what it English is going people. going on in my head today, but anyway, <laughs> people get exploited. Um, they were saying also even like big fashion houses like that that sell expensive clothes they also exploit the workers too so it's one of those like well damn luxury fashion they are very very guilty and their carbon footprint and their um ethic that some of them are really not sustainable as well so i don't think we should it's you have to find companies that are about renewable fashion that are about um that that care about the their staff and it's so difficult because you won't be able to find the ins and outs a lot of companies are not transparent about that but you do find yeah there are some companies that are like this is their bag they are about sustainable fashion do you know what i mean yeah or like you that you've got the likes of like in terms of fast fashion you've got the likes of like h&m for instance that have the whole Mm -hmm. renewable fashion um range within their Mm-hmm. Th- that they offer to people so that's another yeah. thing we've got the likes of like h&m have the whole thing where you can drop a bag of clothing this is the h&m group actually you can drop a bag of clothing and it gets re um re- recycled cycled so you can yeah. do that at h&m you can do that at um and other stories you can do it at monkey and they give you a voucher um as a reward yeah. for doing it other places as well even tk maxx i think they have like a drop-off bin but in terms of understanding mm-hmm the the footprint of your clothing from um from picking the actual material to the factory to delivery to all of that is very difficult to find out actually on clubhouse this week i was listening into um a discussion that um uh, jim shark jim shark yeah, oh yeah jim shark. yeah I was in and that it was one. really yeah and they were taught somebody asked about good. their sustainability and they are looking into doing some really great things to show that transparency i don't know if it's not embargoed mm. obviously but i'm sure people will start to see it where they are basically wanting to show people the entire footprint of clothing from start yeah. to finish and i just think that a lot more companies need to take heed but the thing is, is business yeah. is business in the end and that's where they're not going to be yeah. transparent because the truth yeah. is plt boohoo the x the all of them <laughs> they're about getting the clothes from wherever manufacturer and selling it at mass real quick mm-hmm. so yeah. and so that they make hella money they clearly mm-hmm. have money hence why they're doing 10k 5k 500 pounds all of this <laughs> they clearly have the money but they just they don't do necessarily yeah. put it in the right places so did you guys join the the competitions? I only did the ASOS one. <laughs> I well, I I tried. But, but the thing is, people think that so they're giving you money to spend on them. All you're doing is getting no, the money and returning it back to them. It was just them. cash. There so weren't yeah, on anything. There, there were some that were vouchers, and then they started yeah. doing cash prizes. Yeah. But the I, truth I, is, I didn't know. enter the vouchers one. The truth is they know that if you get the cash from them, there is still a high chance that you will spend with them. On them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or you might not the whole five K might not go back into their business. That would be mine. Yeah. He actually just does that. But they do Mm. put they know that there's a high chance that there's you might spend a couple of hundred. 
even over time yeah. or you may you may end up being a return customer in some sort of way with yeah them. um so yeah even just the engagement on socials exactly yeah it brings people to them because they even had a a clubhouse (laughs) um what you call a room for people trying to trying to win this um was it 1k (laughs) it was prayer and fasting they were doing prayer (laughs) they were doing prayer um they were speaking in tongues they then did african praise they even did offering yeah. that wow. killed me um they said <laughs> they wow. did offering i think i left said, by that time said put money in people's cash app i said no. <laughs> 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 i love not, the sense of humor of people it's man it's, people it's are actually too funny. Funny. i feel like humor is what got me through 2020 just laughing at stuff just the internet mm-hmm. twitter everything it's just hilarious. Smug. But what I wasn't here for were those people shaming people that are entering competitions. I'm like, if you don't want to enter, don't enter. It's Simple. like, it's not your business. I bet they've entered, but they won't tell you. No, you can tell when they've entered because you have to tweet it. But some people, it's not. But some like, I don't bag. understand like, why I didn't... you snob about it. Exactly. It just leave people to do what they want to do. Like, exactly. <laughs> I, I saw it. I thought, do you know, there's a lot going on on socials at the moment. I really don't feel like I have any chance in winning any of these. I just, no, I felt I, like you were the one that needed to do it, of all people, because you win everything. I don't win everything. That's a lie. Yes, you That's do. Should you do? I've not won the lottery. Yes, you do. Okay, out of us three, <laughs> Tendai has won something this year. You mm-hmm. have won many things. I've not won anything. Well, you better speak to your maker. I, I That's won between from you selfish. and God. <laughs> <laughs> That's between you and God. Don't put that on me. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I sent it to you. I was like, Shay, you better enter this because I knew you'd win. But because you didn't enter, you didn't win. You've ruined it. <laughs> no. I said you should tag me. could have shared it. I gave you, I put the crown on so that you could tag me and you didn't tag me. That's your business. That's your own. I, I sent you. it to you though. Oh, Sending and tagging it. Let me tell you something. Yeah, if I won, you think I'm gonna share it with you? Yes. So like, yeah, but I tagged you. But I tagged no, you. I need my share. But my at least part. it'll be nice knowing that you won at least. because well, you'll you'll be winning stuff. I never win anything. I I I legit implore you to speak to God about it. Mm-hmm. Why do I ever you, win you come through. You are on the winning yeah. side, so make it clear to him that it's now time for him to show up and show out so that you win things. You know. See, this is why I never enter stuff. And best believe, as soon as the competition finished, I unfollowed them and and uh, muted them again. Wait, wait, wait. If you don't I- enter things, you have to be in it to win it. So if you don't enter it, how's that going to work? No, I'm talking about when the competition ended. I just unfollowed oh. them and muted it again. Wow. It's just getting too much. It was getting too much. Nah, I'm saying. Nah, I'm saying. But yeah, first oh, topic. Oh, one last thing. Nella's got a new apartment. I'm so excited. I've not watched the video yet, but I'm still excited. I've just I'm surprised. Why are I'm we surprised talking about this if you've video. not watched the video? Exactly. I've not watched the full video. I've seen like... I've seen some clips on on the internet. <laughs> um, You've not watched it. Have you seen it? Actually, I have seen it. I've seen it. I've seen a shortened okay. version of it. 
And okay. I'm really excited for her. So I'm just saying congratulations to Nella. I'm just really happy. When I was seeing the clips, I just had a grin on my face. I was like, ah, oh, it's amazing. I can't even lie. It's, the apartment yeah. is gorgeous. It is. It is. It is. The views yeah. are incredible. It is. The views. It is a one. I said, wow. I said, it oh, is. big wow, wow. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I'm happy for her. Yeah, I know. Definitely. Yay. She's doing well. She her is. nails, though. I just kept looking at her nails. I was like, what? The thing about Nella is Nella moves silent. And I actually love that she energy. Does. Because she's had that for, like, for some time now. That's the same time. That's the same way when she had the car. She didn't tell nobody. <laughs> this is how I want to be in life, to be fair. I've got some friends that say, Shay, we feel like we're going to find out that you're married after your second anniversary. Yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> so I like that she doesn't feel pressure to tell people things, um, especially yeah. as a social media influencer. You know, some people are living their life at the peril of other people's comments and things like mm-hmm. that. But with Nella, mm-hmm. you get this vibe that she will she gives what she wants to give, um, yeah. and mm-hmm. she feels comfortable to give it. And I think. That's a lot true. of people should take a leaf out of her book from that perspective because it's not Definitely. easy. Um, especially when that is her bag, you know, like um, being an influencer is what she does. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and especially did you see in she London, had, she had um, alcohol in the bathroom. I did. <laughs> that's her mouthwash. I did not I didn't I said, see it. I said, "Girl, that's not, you're only you're just your teeth are gonna rot." <laughs> <laughs> but your teeth are gonna rot. How you gonna be brushing your teeth and then wash your mouth with sugar? But you know what? It is what it is. It I is. Like was joking. I live like on the she, edge. I feel like she was joking. Was that alcohol? I didn't catch that bit. I saw it, the mouthwash, but I thought it was actually a mouth- mouthwash. No, she, put it in she the actually bottle. said it, Don Julio. But yeah, hey, but one thing she she learned to do, she learns a drink. We does, <laughs> isn't she? But anyway, Mad. speaking of, um, when was the first time you guys got drunk? Oh, <laughs> and what <laughs> happened? I think mine was when when I was still at school, and it was someone's sixteenth birthday, and <laughs> I felt hella rough. It was a house party on the sixteenth. Lambrini. <laughs> Lambrini. Everyone Lambrini. Lambrini. Ice. Ice. And that Caribbean twist. I was just out here mixing a whole bunch of crap. Does that still Lambrini, exist? Caribbean Swiss. Huh? Caribbean Does twist. those drinks still exist? Yeah. Lambrini definitely still exists. Caribbean twist. Do, Caribbean WKG. twist. Smirnoff Ice. Oh, WJD. Oh. WJD or okay. KD? Do you know what? Sorry, I just thought of WWJD. What would Jesus do? <laughs> Oh, uh, in that moment, I was thinking, what would Jesus do right now? I probably was wearing my WWJD wristband whilst I was getting drunk. You know, exactly. And the and you know what the funny thing is, at my little young, young, small age now, looking back at it, the fact that that party that I even got drunk at was a lingerie party at sixteen. I was wondering what what the lingerie (laughs) party. It's not my fault, huh? It was a my party. lingerie party. And you went. You carried yourself there. Can we I can went. we just rewind everything? Start from the top. <laughs> Go on. 
I yeah, it was a laundry. Someone's sixteenth birthday. No, at no, school. S- like start from the beginning. So it was someone's sixteenth birthday. You That's don't need to doing. mention names. <sighs> I've just <laughs> she wasn't. It was she just said someone's sixteenth birthday. But sorry, maybe I yeah, it was someone's sixteenth birthday party yeah. when I was still at school, and then and I had a lingerie party for their sixteenth. Looking okay. back at it, I think it was mad. See, so she's not telling the story. That's what that I'm is saying. The story. What story? What do you oh, want from the story? Right. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to hear Send back help. in whatever. <laughs> I was invited to a lingerie party, I and said then that. I went to this place and I bought this thing, and then I, I bought didn't... this thing. I went to the oh in-depth my god! <laughs> I can't be out here. Just out here. Out here. <laughs> Okay. business like that it's just yeah okay i was i was probably 15 i don't even think i was 16 then wow wow off yeah 15 or 16 and now and it was someone from school's 16th birthday mm-hmm. and they had a lingerie party for mm-hmm. the 16th and why i went what did i you don't wear? know it wasn't my birthday i wore to be honest, I don't think it was anything exposed. Oh, yeah, I think it was. Um, it was. I wore some. Oh, this is so embarrassing. I feel like it, they were French, black French knickers. Um, it was all black. That's what I remember. Like a black cami, and like mesh thing on top. Where'd you buy it? Well, the the good thing is that cami slash mesh top. I already had. I don't know why. From somewhere, his face it, looks worried. <laughs> <laughs> I had Carry it from on. somewhere, and then yeah, and then I think I just went out one time back in the day. You know, Peacock doing a set of um, lingerie, peacocks, and I uh, bought um, some yeah, some French knickers. Were there any parents at this party? Do you think there'd have been parents at this party? Were there boys? So how how? Yeah, there were boys. Jesus. What were other I'm people I'm scared for my children. I couldn't even remember. I'm sure like corsets and stuff like that. Like, it was interesting. It wasn't like adult lingerie, but it was... It wasn't adult lingerie. Sis was wearing French knickers up and down in someone's house. <laughs> but it wasn't like adult, like what would we, what we would wear now to a lingerie party. It was more like knickers, a cute bra... And something you can still see through. Do you know what I mean? Tender type of party. That's wild. Huh? I'm not even gonna lie. That is very <laughs> wild. That I. I'm, it wasn't I, my party. Yeah, but you went. I. I'm. I think. I'm Did your mum know? Because... No, she knew I was going to a party, but she didn't know it was a lingerie party. Yikes! Do you know what? I think it's just. I'm just shocked because I didn't know like people at that age were having lingerie parties. Do you know what I mean? Like. I think this is because it's mad. I, and plus, it wasn't like... Was it... Was it and the, What I think was mad was it's because of white people, huh? I was going to say, was it evil people? Yeah. No. You know, but they, they grow like, up on a, on, a, on, a, on a more edgy type of side of town. Mm-hmm. And then all the drinks were there. I didn't... We didn't need to, to bring no drinks. Because um, obviously, who are we? We're underage. We bang our goal anyway. Um, so I think people who had older brothers and sisters, who those are the people that provided the alcohol, and I was drinking Lambrini, Car- Caribbean Twist, like I said, um, you know the tropical one, and um, 
yeah, Smirnoff Ice. And I must have just been drink, drink, drinking. And I got hella drunk. And I'm sure I was throwing up. And it was like Cherry Lambrini, actually. I remember now. And I've never drunk it ever since. Never again. How did you get home? I think it was a sleepover. So I stayed there. The one home You were allowed to go to sleepovers? At white people's houses? Yeah, at 16. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Rue, were you... (laughs) Were you allowed to go to um, sleepovers? Only specific people, not yeah, everyone. Not I had to everyone. put together a business case for it to be honestly to and be even then the first one. But um, when it because this this girl um she used to come to my house like every day. We walked school together. They got to know yeah. her. That's how I could, I was allowed to go sleep at a house. Otherwise, yeah. if it's outside of of maybe Carla and Jenny, that's what their names. It was a whole. It was it was hard. I, I had to come him for it. Yeah, I would Unless- just say the one name. I'd rather say Charlotte or Candice. I wouldn't say anyone else's name. It couldn't be anyone else's house, but I wouldn't nah. say I was sleeping in that house something goes off yeah even then like i had one 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 oyibo friend who my mom was like okay like not that she went okay with my my oyibo friends but like this particular girl we just clicked so it was one of them ones and my mom knew her like my mom had known her mom um and mm. like she used to come to my like my mom was more comfortable with people coming to our house than me going to their house mm-hmm. if that makes sense or mm-hmm. um, oh my mom didn't want no so one in she, her house oh <laughs> uh, no so my i think it was more so for me being able to police what's happening under her roof yeah yeah Do you know what i mean yeah so she was really comfortable True. with people coming to our house like she would encourage like have your friends around kind of thing maybe not sleep over because mm-hmm. it's weird but like, have them come around let them like so she could know that get to know them as well and then maybe if their parents mm-hmm. were coming to pick them up she could like have a quick chat with the parents just build that rapport so yeah there was yeah. only one girl um but i think even then by the time even i slept at hers i must have been like getting closer to more like 17 18 then if the only people that we i was doing sleepovers with were like black friends black friends from church family yeah that kind of thing otherwise mm-hmm. we were where are you sleeping and again my parents still felt more comfortable with people coming to ours which was quite quite yeah. nice as well because when we moved out from and i think she did it to compensate for the fact that when we'd moved out of london like she she didn't want us to feel out of touch with our our friends from london so it'll be like in mm-hmm. the summers, she'll be like, yeah, have your friends come over. Like she'll speak to the parents, organize a thing. And there'll be times where there's like 14, 15 kids in the house. It would be a madness. I'm not even going to lie. I'm thinking back to some of them summers. They were wild. Like people would get lost. Like I remember mm-hmm. one time we locked one kid in the, in the, in the shed. What? He was there for hours. <laughs> he was there for hours. <laughs> and we were just chilling. And then it got wow. to the point. We did a check. We did a count. Like, where is everyone? And then we're like, we're missing someone. <laughs> and then someone was like, oh, mad. I locked him in the shed. We got there. He's crying oh, his wow. eyes. <laughs> oh, you're so tight. Oh, How tight. Oh, no, that was jokes. But, um, yeah. Okay, my first time getting drunk. Definitely with all people as well, because that's how they move. Um, I think I must have been, I think I might, might have been like 14, 14, 15. Wow. Went to the park drinking lambrini in the park and then i was like 
Yeah, Lamborghini but I, was deadly when we were kids. That Lamborghini was the one that three pound fifty bottle of however yeah. much. Like it's too much for £3. like a liter. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Just everyone putting their money together to buy it as well, which is so funny. Like as if three pound fifty is a lot yeah. of money. <laughs> so we're all here, like, okay, yeah, I'll put a pound all of this stuff, and then yeah, I think it was the park, but I. Um, it was like a planned operation, so I was I had mentally prepared myself for that two hour window that I was going to be out and ensure that I got home and I was like okay. Um, I don't think I've never been caught out for being drunk, if that makes sense. I don't know if it's because my parents mm. just turned a blind eye, but or if I just played the game really well by the time I got home, if that makes sense. I was also mm. very yeah. blessed. Mm-hmm. We live in a bungalow, so there's no struggling to get up and down stairs or things like that do you yeah. know what I mean and my room mm. when you come through the front door is the first room so it's just like you oh, enter through the corridor I could just peek into the sitting room and say hi and then I'm straight into my room I remember one particular occasion oh. I was hanging out of my ass, yeah <laughs> and I was leading <laughs> praise and worship at church the following day yeah Oh, why I did remember you just do waking, that? Nah, I remember waking up and I was throwing up, throwing up, throwing up, throwing up. Um, I'm like, yeah. I think I've got food poisoning. I think I've got food poisoning. Anyway, I'm like trying to firm it, trying to firm it on the way to church in the car. I'm going to be sick! <laughs> so I open up the door. My dad's parking up. Like, <laughs> I'm projectile vomiting, Aww. but I'm like, I think I ate some off chicken. You know, white people. Just... <laughs> I was like, this is why you need to be careful with what you're eating in this or you put people's house. Look at you. <laughs> I'm thinking, are you guys for real? Because I think I reek of you know when you drank so much, your sweat yeah. smells like alcohol. It's alcohol. So I'm like, how yeah. are these people not clocking? At the f- I think my dad knew. <laughs> to be fair, I think my dad knew, and he just was like, whatever. You know what she's gonna do. She'll learn her lesson now. Along. Yeah, kind of thing. But nobody like took me aside and was like, you was drunk because I think I must have been like seventeen. I think this was just before I went to mm. uni. My mum called mm-hmm. me and my brother. She's grabbed two glasses, no, three glasses, and there was a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, all right, you guys, come and taste. Because if you're, I don't know why I always do this accent, because that's not even how my mum speaks. She's like, all right, you guys, come and taste. Because if you're going to drink our car, I want you to drink it in my house first before you go and embarrass me outside. My brother and I looked at each other like, this woman is mad. We've definitely been embarrassing you outside. <laughs> Nah, you're drink anyway. I love you, mom. <laughs> so then we drank the drink, and she was, and yeah, she was like, "Look, these things can be sweet, so you have to be careful because you know you can it can creep up on you, and then before you know it, you're on the floor. So just be careful, yeah. And if don't let anybody yeah. pour a drink for you, you pour your own drink. Don't let anyone open. You know, she was very like, you mm-hmm. know, be careful." for yeah. a perspective of safety and not wanting us to get like drugged as well and things like that but yeah, yeah. that's good my mom that's my mom's quite cool. an open person so i'm quite i'm blessed by that yeah no i think yeah mom <laughs> yeah me, my mom knows a lot now now both my parents know that me and my brother drink so it's all calm like we go out for dinner and we order wine and i'm like to my mom oh try this you might like it it's like oh too bad i'm like mom it's like not that like i make her taste stuff and try to yeah. introduce her to new wines 
Yeah. And it's funny, she doesn't like it. She's like, oh, no, I don't know you who can drink that stuff. It's disgusting. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's calm now. It's all open and free. It's no, no bother. Yeah. And uh, like when, like, like last Christmas, to make my dad know, know that I drink, I asked him to bring me a bottle of wine, but he didn't bring me one. My mom did. So when they came to the door, I was like, where's my bottle? Because um, I asked everyone to bring a bottle. She was like, he was like, I thought you were joking. I was like, no, I wasn't joking. <laughs> and then my, my mom bought me a bottle, a bottle of red. And then my brother bought me a bottle of Prosecco. So then I think I made, oh, I made my dad. He asked me for, to make him coffee. My dad didn't drink coffee, only drinks tea, but he got, he was a bit, I think he was happy. It's like, it's Christmas, let's have coffee. So wow. I put Bailey's in his coffee. So you, how can you, and I, you laced wow, your dad's drink. drink. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't drink. Wow, uh, that is Bailey's. rude. I put Bailey's in his coffee because I was making it for my brothers as like, you know, a nightcap, like it's Christmas, you know, a nice dessert drink. <laughs> and then he drank it. He was like, what's this? I was like, it's coffee. Then he was like, what type of coffee? I was like, Irish coffee. <laughs> wow. Then he was like, is there alcohol in this? I was like, yeah. He was like, Mm-mm. no, 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 no. Why would you do that? I was like, I was just trying to, you know, get you. It's, it's Christmas. Why He's not? trying to get your father lit, I you know. know. I oh was. Because I'd got my mom lit with Prosecco. I thought I could do that to my dad and have a fun night. <laughs> wow. But he doesn't drink because the one time he drank, he got excited. My mom always tells the story of my parents drinking like the he thought he could handle it and the hangover that he had he even called himself an ambulance the next morning and told me he was dying <laughs> so now i know why my dad doesn't drink because he got carried away one time when he got a new job and he wanted to with this again with this um with these white people because it started working it was like an all-white company and he was the only black person and being from where he's from he wasn't like exposed to whiskies and brandies and stuff like that so i thought oh why not just pour us some and he was just out here drinking it trying to breathe it and be part of the crew the next morning he suffered and ever since that day he does not touch alcohol because he thought he was literally he said if that felt like death i knew i now know that it's not it's not (laughs) it's not fun he literally called himself an ambulance That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dramatic. I love it. I, I really do love it. But um, yeah. When was when your first time, Rue? My you first got... time. Do you know what's funny? Like, when did I start drinking? Like, maybe like 16, 17, around that time. But I never got drunk until my 25th birthday. Because I used to, I'll, I'll be she one of those people like, yes, life. I'll drink. <laughs> <laughs> We're out here saying 15, 16, 14. She, 10 years later, 10, a whole decade later, she gets drunk. Yes, ten a whole years 10 years later. later. Is this the video where you're balling? Yes. <laughs> oh, just. Like, oh my gosh, like, because I'm one of those people, like, I used to drink, but I wouldn't drink to get drunk, and it's one of those, you know me, if I'm having a drink, I'm having water as well, so I was sober real quick, so, um, it's my 25th birthday, I was like, finna get lit, maybe I was drinking my stars away that I'm turning 25, because you know I wasn't happy about it, and, oh, I got, <laughs> I got so drunk, I was laughing and crying, but I'm sure someone put something in my drink, because that's, it's not normal, and then, 
I was just crying that I was, I was 25. I was like, I don't want to be 25. I want to be 24 forever. Oh, it's just, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> sad. some, like my punk ass friends decided to take a video of this. Someone had pulled my wig off and then I was like, wow. The cornrows, cornrows, the jail called cornrows out. <laughs> I just, chatting a lot of crap oh Man. yeah but that was um that was the first that was my first time tenda do you have a video of you drunk has anyone because i feel like everyone's got a video where they've been exposed by a friend who's who's caught them in a drunken moment and they filmed it well this one <laughs> my work friends you know the one where i was at um I've just changed jobs now, like a couple of months ago. So um, they did a whole little mini get together for me, and I don't. Though I, they were making the drinks and the woo woos and the frogs and you know these drinks I've never tasted in my life, and doing shots <laughs> I've never had before. Anyway, two hours later, I was hugging the toilet. So they got videos of me with my head down the bar. Oh God! <laughs> that's that's the only video and that they've got of me like. Don't talk to me on the floor, literally, literally. You know, this is what I don't get when you're drunk. You forget the bacteria in people's toilets. I was so comfortable laying my head like this on someone's toilet seat that I've never been, that I don't even know. (laughs) So, like that. Um, But no, when I'm drunk, I I just feel like I want the, the world to just like end. So what I do is just I just retreat and go to bed. I just take myself out of the whole situation. I don't like noise. I don't like smells, scents, perfumes, anything. So I just need to just go to sleep so that I don't I don't like I'm not around those things. So yeah, no, not really. There won't be any videos of me acting like a fool. How about you, Shay? Yeah, I've got I think I've got like one or two, but one that I can remember definitely was, I don't even know why, I don't know where we were going. I think it might have been, no, I don't think it was a birthday, but I've got a video of, I've got a video that my friend took of me just randomly sitting on a sofa singing Erica Badu. I think you better call Taro. And I don't even know why. And I was just singing it and I'm singing. Who are you tired of? (laughs) Tell us. I'm getting tired of your shit. I don't know who I needed to come pack up their shit, but somebody needed to. But yeah. That's hilarious. I've got, I'm sure there's a few others just lurking around that people are looking to use against me yeah <laughs> it's the threats you know like oh <laughs> i'm gonna drop this real quick now i'm just like no i don't care do it i'll repost it man <laughs> that's that's how i feel now about this this video i've had enough five years of being threatened enough <laughs> is enough <laughs> i mean i'm being threatened it maybe, maybe we need one for your from your 30 years it's pending uh, oh yeah oh lord it is N- I th- next time we record i'm a- i'm gonna be 30 that's gonna be crazy Do-do-do-do. well that's crazy but no like what's have you ever had an embarrassing drunken moment embarrassing the only embarrassing thing i'd say is throwing up 
I know. It's always that. I've, it I've thrown out. <laughs> I've thrown up outside the club. Oh, See, it's just like, who I does that? Do like, that, like do you that. know when you are that person? Because I judge people like that. <laughs> oh. When you're outside the club. And you're out here like there's cues and there's like this one girl who'll be on the curb with the head down the drain. That was mm-hmm. me. That was me one I'm time. I'm glad I wasn't there. You, you thank the Lord you weren't there. Even I was embarrassed. And the funny, it's not even funny. It's actually quite disgusting. I'd had suds and fish before oh, I went to the club. Disgusting. <laughs> I was like, never again. Oh, um, and that's why I don't like JD. It's because it's the JD that made me sick that day. Oh, oh that was gosh. gone. Gone. Mm-mm. That's the thing. Gone. I think I've only... Do you know what? I think after that incident, I've been a little bit tipsy. Never drunk when I'm like outside, not in the comfort of my house. But when I'm at home, I have gotten like red wine drunk. I'm just like, oh, that one, that one is a bit different. I stopped drinking Jammy Red Roo for a while because, because I'd had a bit in excess. <laughs> and then I was sick. And you're, oh yeah, you, you're throwing up all over the place. Yeah, but now, but now I like it again. Oh, this girl. But She'll be out here with buckets on a, on a, on a weekend. No. Next to no, her bed. Never that. Ever. I've definitely she? had a few. So I mm. um, went to Amsterdam and we'd had like a lit night the night before. It was just, it was like so impromptu. We'd gone out, um, gone to like a bar, but it was like, it was sick. Anyway, the following day, wake up and we're like, okay, we need to go into town. And I just remember feeling rough, which is not like me because I don't normally hang, hang. I was yeah. rough. Anyway, I was like, guys, we're going to have <laughs> breakfast because um, I'm feeling rough and I'm assuming everyone's feeling rough. So I made eggs and I made, like, do you know all this stuff? Anyway, I remember when I was making yeah. the eggs, I was like, oh, the smell of even making these eggs is making, is not oh, making me feel yeah. good. Anyway, anyway, mm-hmm. everyone ate, we all ate. I remember just eating a little bit because I just was, my stomach was doing somersaults. Then the we get on the tram. I'm like, guys, I do not feel good. Next thing I know, I'm like, I'm going to be sick. I like run to the door, but the tram is still in motion. And I'm like trying to open, I'm like trying to open the door. Next thing I was like, I was like signaling for everyone to move away. And it just, just projectile vomit. That's embarrassing. Just came out. (laughs) That would be like my worst nightmare. I just threw up on like all over the the door. door. Like just every, and I mean, it was like, it didn't stop. My friend was like, it just wasn't stopping. <laughs> it just wasn't stopping. Oh. Every, it's the motion. Everyone was looking oh, at me. <laughs> everyone, yeah, I felt, I'm sorry. I I'm, felt so I'm feeling secondhand embarrassed. embarrassment right now. <laughs> I felt so much shame. And we were like, even us, we were a group. We'd gone as like, I think there must have been just under 10 of us that had gone all together. So just even the group. Oh. And we didn't all know each other. We were all, some of us were getting to know each other on the trip. It was for my friend's birthday. Like my really close friend's yeah. birthday. So I didn't even know some of the people that well. And then obviously being on public transport, I swear everyone just stopped. I feel like even the tram driver just stopped the tram. And it was just Ooh. like, and it stank. Oh. Oh. I wanted to cry. <laughs> oh. And you know, like you're done, and like the train's still moving, and everyone's looking at you, and you're like, now looking at everyone, and you don't know what to do. With I don't even, like, I didn't oh, even look anyone. God. I just, I just think I just was just in shock because 
I'm normally able to, I'm all able to like control myself. But on this occasion, it was definitely something in my, like my stomach was turning for hours. So it was bound to happen. Mm. I think the motion of the tram did not help. Mm. <sighs> but at least Shame. it was Amsterdam. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm actually sorry. Mm. <laughs> That's nasty. That's why I always carry so a carry bag when I'm, when I'm out and about in, how did you um, in countries. How did you leave? Like, when, when, did when you just stop the, at the next stop? The, yeah, and then we all got off. <laughs> we just got off. What, what did you want them to do? Like, what, what could we do? Bucket, where's the mop? Like, I, I, think think this, I, think, I think someone <laughs> really disappeared. I think someone was like, I think there was a woman. She had like a pram and everything. And she was like, she offered me some water. So like, oh. people clearly felt sorry for me. But it was also like so embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yikes. Yeah. You know what? The only time I've ever thrown out was at my house <laughs> in the toilet. <laughs> so, no, I've, yeah, I've wow. thrown up on streets. Oh, so uncomfortable. It's disgusting. Yeah. I but prefer growing honest, up in my own house. To be honest, I've not had, um, I've not drank in excess in a while. Um, that was yeah. a couple of years ago, guys. By the way, let me just put that disclaimer out there. Week. Yeah, mine. It was mine a week ago. up outside the club was when I was eighteen. So I don't do that no more. Well, I don't do that no more. But mad. It's I'm really in that club is now. funny. <laughs> Bless you. Mad. So, um, guys, did you see Summer Walker's rant about her baby father? Yep. <laughs> is, she, is she pregnant or has she had the child? She's pregnant. Oh, yeah. Just oh, pregnant. I... I'm about to give birth pregnant. Really? You know what, Shay? I suggest you, you read for us. Go on. Okay, hold on. Let me find it. <clears throat> Am I doing an American accent? Mm, let me you just read what? it. Let we'll me give you know. creative license. Do what you want. I feel like, no, nah, there's a lot to read. I can't do it all in an American accent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My the accent will just be fluctuating. Okay, so she says, Black men got a... Mm, God, you know some people write, and the way they write is just upsetting. I know it's annoying. Okay, let me get into it. Black men got a... <laughs> Black men got to start doing better when it comes to being a father. My grandfather lame, my father lame, and this nigga lame. I'm sorry. It's the this nigga, it's the this nigga lame for me. <laughs> you know, she tired. Oh, wow. She was like, oh, this nigga lame too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, lol. Okay, she goes, and this nigga lame. Lol. And I guess the cycle will just continue. I guess niggas still dealing with the shackles of mental slavery or some shit. Back when white people ripped you from your families and beat you to death if you try to protect them. It goes deep. Shit's really sad. Everyone ghetto. I was also ghetto. I tried to get him to spend time with his other kids as much as I could. He ain't want to because he's selfish. I tried to get his baby mamas to let him see the kids. They didn't want to because they was bitter and hated me for no reason. I tried to get everybody to just get the fuck along like one big happy family and instead everyone just shit on me and now i just have to <laughs> sorry this is making me laugh what is wrong with 
And, <clears throat> and now I just have the shit end of the stick because all these mofos is ghetto. But that's how it goes when everybody's spiritually and mentally undeveloped. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Well, I guess I'll just put it in an album and collect my millions and be on my merry way. <laughs> Summer Walker. But Summer, uh. who's going to produce the album? <laughs> we got London on the track. London on the track. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but a new producer. Oh my gosh. I feel mean for laughing. Does I feel bad for laughing her- too because like, she's going of, through it. Of her songs. Does, is he her producer on most of her stuff? He definitely produced um, her debut album. Yeah. Oh, we got London on the track. Why he gotta do this? But I'm stuck on she. She kind of did see what he was like, but she thought True. she could change. I, lo- I him. love the tweet replies. The replies to the I'm mad on Twitter about that post. It, what Twitter will do is call you out. It will. She saw it the really dysfunction, will. not only stayed, but got pregnant. Imagine. But what is it that makes people think um, someone can change? Okay. Or you can change someone. Do you think you can change someone? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm not taking that responsibility. Okay. Because, okay, fine. Fine, you change them. You change them and they change. And then they leave you after you've put in work on them. And then what? No. No, no, no. I can't be doing that. I think you can change people. I think you can. Should that be the intent of a relationship? Hell no. I think the truth of the matter is... exactly. People are changing constantly. Change is a constant thing. Um, We're learning and evolving and experiencing things every single day. So as people, we influence each other. Naturally, Mm -hmm. that's what happens. Um. We're influenced by a multitude of things, the things, our surroundings, the people that we are around, just even just like the experiences that we're experiencing. We pick up habits from people that we're around. Even the most stubborn people change. Do you know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I think it's allowing the life's natural course to change things and people rather than being like my intention is to go into this relationship, knowing that he ain't shit to then try and make him the shit. That's not how it works. You will only mm. be doing yourself a disservice if you, a man or a woman, thinks that they can come into a relationship knowing what they've got on the table and trying to change that person. Like actively mm-hmm. trying to change that person. You're not a therapist. And even then, if somebody goes to therapy, they're going with the intention that they want to change. It is changing exactly. should be that it's person's choice. choice, not that it is forced upon them and that's what i think that's where a lot of people go wrong in relationships um yeah i want to be able to i want to know that if i'm in a relationship with someone that i can have a positive impact and that i try that me being with them somehow makes them want to be the best version of themselves so Mm -hmm. people going into relationships being like i'm going to change this woman so she's a better woman or she stops with the things that she came, she brought, to, or she, or changed the the cards that she brought to the table is not how it should be. Mm. But you can understand. No. I believe that 
you being with someone and your your presence in someone's life can change them along with time yeah um I'd exactly say I, I agree, I'd agree but I think I was um I, I agree with that but from the question I took it as as in you can actually set out to be like I don't like this than the third about this person so I'm going to actively change them. But I think there also has to be a willingness as well for them to change. Like if you're trying to help someone to change, you know, for example, this is like a really crazy example, you know, like with people that are addicted to drugs, like they go to Mm. rehab to to change but you can't just Mm. come to someone who has like a drug problem like okay i'm going to change you because there isn't Mm -mm. that willingness to change but even in that willingness you can still fail to change because it is difficult to change if we're being Mm. really honest but i Mm -hmm. wholeheartedly agree to be like i feel like if you're going to be in relationship you have to take the person as they are then and assume and assume that any changes that you are even thinking of are not going to happen. Do you, do you know what we I'm should, trying to I say? Think, As in, I you th- will not be able to change them. So if you're going to yeah. take them for, for who they are now, you need to like them as is, not as in, I see their potential. And oh, yeah. No, yeah, because no, no. I, I, I really don't really F with that to be like, okay, I see. You can see people's potentials, but don't impose your thoughts of their potential on them. Do you exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I think I'll have, probably have a problem with that. I think I... Yeah. But it's quite difficult though, isn't it? When you see that they can a- achieve... Because sometimes I can be a mother, right? Or see the best in people. And then when you know that they can achieve a lot more than they are, and they're just being lazy about it, and then you try to impose you... Well, I think... I Sometimes I feel like I can sometimes try and impose my potential for them on them. But how do you accept that they're not? If if the if the basics is what they want and they're happy with that, how do you just allow them to be basic when you know they can do better? Like how how do you impose what you think their potential is on them? Even by mo, okay, motivating is fine. Okay, I mean, as in by like, okay, you need to you start trying to make them plan their lives to do more, but they're happy where they are by doing less like let's say it was a career thing for example and you and they're like oh no i'm just fine being at the level that i am like i'm not even trying to specialize i'm not trying to like be manager i'm not trying to be ceo but you know the qualities they can be a ceo but they're very much fine being the the worker at at the normal level but you know they can do better like how do you just accept that but that's the thing we have to realize that not everyone wants that for their lives some people just want to be comfortable as in some people are not reaching for i don't want to say reaching for the stars as in Mm -hmm. because at the same time i don't want to say like oh you've not reached your potential because how who am i to say what someone's potential is but but when you see their potential but it's the potential that you see for them. They, do you know what I mean? Like you're the they, one that sees it sort of thing. I think, so your question was, if you see someone's potential, but they don't want it, how, yeah. what do you do? You just have to let it yeah. go. 
That's the truth of yeah. it. It's not, you are not, you cannot control the destiny of anyone's life. And this goes down to a partner. This even goes down to your children. This is like, yeah. all you, the only thing that you are in partial control of is your own life. And I say partial yeah. because the truth is like, there's only so much that you can do at times to get to what you want there's times that you will try 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 and you won't achieve there are times where things just fall on your lap do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean and you're just like oh I didn't even you know I didn't even orchestrate for this to happen so I think Mm -hmm. when you get to that point I think I don't see depending on the level of relationship that you have with someone whether it's your partner or whether Mm -hmm. it's a friend whether it's family member even down to even colleagues and things like that I feel like depending on the level of relationship you have someone you can express like oh I I, mm-hmm. I see this but if they turn around mm-hmm. and they're like I don't see that for myself or that's not what I want you have to take that mm-hmm. as verbatim and go and, and that's yeah. it there is no there mm-hmm. is nothing that you can then do to then force them into what the mold that you have set for them because that is not the mold for them yeah yeah it can be yeah, painful true. to see because you're like oh I see so much for you and you know all of this but mm-hmm. if they don't want it they don't want it and the only you, you could True. give them the world and they will just throw it back in your face and the truth is you'll yeah. only be hurting yourself so in like yeah in regards mm-hmm. to summer now she already saw the, the the things that her her man um was and wasn't doing in the yeah. in their relationship but she was then trying to actively change it from his side from the sides of the baby mamas and it wasn't working that's when she should have gone is this what i want for my life is am i okay with if if he's show if he's display if he's displaying these qualities in terms of how Mm -hmm. he fathers his current children am i going to be okay with him potentially doing that with me and if that's no she should have walked away I know it's not easy, but that's the conversation yeah. that she should have had with herself. And the truth is, this is where we go wrong. We then stick around. We think, oh, my case is different. What makes you special? Yeah. What makes yeah. you special to think that you can change that's someone? That's true. Some people, yeah. you might have an impact in their life. And then later on, the next person that they're with, they then they then apply that change to them. But the truth is you, there is no guarantee of all the work that you can do that they will change because you want them to change. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's also like maybe a version of the person that you think they are is sort of in your head. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. As in you make them out to be this type of person in your head when reality is otherwise different sort of like romanticizing it you know when feelings are involved that you you don't really see properly if we're being really mm. honest mm-hmm. and it also goes to show you know even with people that will get married to someone that says i don't want kids and then be surprised when you're in the marriage and they still say i don't want kids it's one of those mm. things they told you even with their words but mm. this time with this guy it was even with his actions so mm. it's it's like your expectations were not were never really going to be met because you should have just taken them for what they're showing you and what they're saying mm. but it is really unfortunate that now um she's like she's also like um another like um baby mama. baby moms the thing is as well of people i think yeah. 
Going back to what you were saying, Tendai, like imagine if the shoe was on the other foot. Sometimes I, I have those mm. moments where I can feel frustrated because I'm like, oh, but you could do, you could do, you could do. If the shoe was mm-hmm, on the yeah. other foot, would you want someone to be putting, applying all that pressure on you and you're like, but that's not yeah. what I see for my life. That's not what I want for my life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. sometimes that actually is what stops me from like trying to push people to a to the potential that I have in my head for them because I know that if the shoe was yeah. on the other foot I would not like it I would not appreciate it I'll be like okay great I'm so glad that you see that for mm-hmm. me but I'm on this yeah. particular journey I'm on this particular path at the moment do you know what I yeah. mean like yeah. you you have to also respect what people have going on for themselves even that's if very it's, true if even if it feels like it's subpar to what you've got in your head and you never know because it sometimes things are the right thing but it's not the right time there's a time and a season true. for everything mm-hmm. as well true. so you know it might happen at a later point in life but it might not happen yeah. at the time that you're expecting or wanting or seeing for it to happen either so that's true yeah to add to what Shay was saying we also see you know in with parents oh my daughter's son has to be a doctor has to be a lawyer has to be engineer all these careers that that are being imposed on these people where maybe their talent is for sport you see with so many people that they were accepted into these like programs for sport but okay I couldn't do it because my parents said I had to go for education but they wouldn't have seen how good they are at sport so you see like parents like um Venus and Serena's um father who took an interest in in their tennis career and imagine if they'd said to them oh what you gonna what I see for you is school that would have been like a completely different thing so I think fair enough seeing like Shay was saying it is fair enough seeing something for someone but they might have a completely different vision but you also we also don't see what they're doing behind closed doors as well so it might appear as if they're not doing anything, but they could be doing something, but they also could not be doing anything at the same time. But we just have to be like, okay with that. How about if it's your partner, right? And um, let's say they in their lane, like there could be, let's say they're a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. And they're a junior doctor and they're happy just being a junior doctor, right? Mm. Um, but you can see that they are passionate about a certain area of medicine and then you're like okay why don't you just specialize and be do cardiology which is learning about the heart and become a consultant in that or a surgeon doing heart surgery and transplant because you can see that academically they're all right doing that they won't have a problem doing that they'll, they'll pass with flying colors and um, they are passionate about it but then that person is just okay being a junior doctor one, not only, and this is your partner, and they, they're, they're all right at the basic level, but, you know, because of their potential of becoming either a heart surgeon or a consultant and they, and specialise in that field, they're going from, a, I'm not, okay, here goes money again. I'm not saying it's all about money, but it goes from earning 24K to 100K, right? And they have the potential to do that. They can, they have the skill 
but they just don't want to and they are your partner Mm -hmm. and if that if if they were to put that the work and the effort in into that potential that you can see in them Mm -hmm. your lifestyle as a family will probably be good not only Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying it's for them only you are working on your potential and they can see potential in you and they support your potential and whatever that they may suggest for example for me if someone sees potential in me i know you said you don't want someone to be like oh you know working to your potential but if someone sees a potential for me and says you know what you can do this why don't you try i like that because they're seeing something in me that i might be not be able to see for myself Sorry, let me just just chime in there i'm not saying that somebody cannot tell me what they that that they see potential in me but they cannot impose yeah. me to yeah. Yeah. they cannot now go because I think this is where you're going. I think it's fantastic to be able to see potential in people. You can express yeah. it. But if the person turns around and they go, it's not for me, what do you yeah. do, Tendai? You That's cannot the go, question. You, no, nothing. <laughs> the truth, the, the answer is you yeah. cannot do anything. You cannot the force them so to do it. Th- think about it physically. You cannot now carry them to go and do it. You cannot write exams yeah. on their behalf. You cannot yeah. apply for jobs on their ha- behalf. You cannot go to work on that person's mm-hmm. behalf. If they do not mm-hmm. take the next step, they do not take the next step. But think about it. I think... So this is where I'm different. Like I will happily be like, "Hey, babe, like what you were saying, like you cl- like you clearly have a this interest. Like what's stopping you? I'll have yeah. that discourse with them. Like what's 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 stopping you? Mm-hmm. I'll say my piece. Mm-hmm. Like I think X, Y, yeah. Z. If the person, if I'm getting a bit of re- yeah. like reluctance from the person, I'll be like, okay, so what's where? This is where the conversation comes in to be like, what what what's stopping you? And even even if it is a yeah. case that they're just lazy, you've pitched your idea to them to be like, you know, I think. It will even help. It will benefit the house. You know, you you making more mm-hmm. money. This one and the third, like it might even reduce your workload. All this, you can pitch it. Yeah, yeah. If they turn yeah. around and they say, "Nah, it's not for me," you cannot do anything. There's nothing more <laughs> so that you can do. Yeah, but I this know. is where people get. This is where people then get it wrong, and they then try and do more orchestrating, mm-hmm. and they try and like, yeah, and they nag, and yeah. they nag, and that's what ends up causing hints, like dropping hints. <laughs> yeah, that's when it starts yeah. to cause problems because the person is like, "What are you doing now? You're you're becoming a pain." Do you know? If somebody mm-hmm, said something mm-hmm. to me, I've heard it. I've either said it's not for me, or I've just not actioned upon it. If they now say it to mm-hmm. me again, I'll be like, "Well." I don't I told you already I I don't want that and if they mm-hmm. ask me again or they bring it up again I'll be like I don't want that why do you keep asking me this thing now it's it's get it's frustrating me I hear you mm-hmm. saying that yeah. you see this potential for me cool I, I and I most likely and most people if you then ask them why they will give you a reason mm-hmm. as to why mm-hmm. you can then it depending on the answer you can then either discuss it further but you might find that some people are just going to shut it down after a while and you can yeah mm-hmm. I, i'm sorry there's i just don't feel like it's anyone's responsibility to change people other than it's the person true. themselves yeah. do you know yeah. what i mean you can you can you can plant seeds planting seeds there is nothing wrong with setting um with finding good soil and planting a seed you yeah. cannot now be the seed and grow. Do you know what I mean? Like you can be the farmer yeah. that plants the seed, but you cannot tell the soil to take the, and, and you can't now talk to the root and be like, you have to grow. And you cannot now tell a bird to not come and eat that seed. Do you know all the, the things that you yeah. can only plant yeah. the seed? 
yeah and and yeah. water it because if the person then takes it you can then that's when you then are there uh, to, to to support them do you know what i mean yeah and be like sure. yeah, yeah. So, but if they if this if it doesn't if it doesn't take then you what are you watering you you can actually plant a seed you can actually plant a seed and over over log it over, over water mm-hmm. it and then it doesn't take as well and then yeah. it dies because if yeah. that per- you also have to give that person space and room to then either take on board what you said. Sometimes you hear people say no, and then later on they come mm-hmm. back and they be like, and they it it, st- it plays on them. But you can only yeah. do your part and be like X, Y, and Z, and then leave them to do yeah. Z, yeah. Y, and X. That didn't make sense, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just to add to that, imagine if you were on the other on the receiving end of this oh, I see this potential for you, you're not acting on it. And someone keeps doing it, it comes to a to a point where now you, I, f- I feel as if I feel like my my opinions are not being respected, yeah. to, as in my mm-hmm. opinions over yeah. my life. Yeah. It's one of those like, who are you kind of thing. It could be an area of conflict, but definitely it comes from, from a good place. But I think we just need to be just careful about how we, um, how we approach it when we don't really get the answer that, that we want. So for me, I'm grav, I gravitate towards the people that do want to change, should I say? So what are people's recommendations for this week? <laughs> well, since we didn't do that, oh, how 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 was your week been at the beginning of the episode? Right, I had a story to tell you anyway. So basically, this week I went for my smear test. Can you imagine mm-hmm. the invasive nonsense? So I the went in case. there, right? Because I forgot this is this was my second one because <laughs> I had one when I was twenty five, and now I'm twenty eight. So it's every three years. Um, so so I went in. She took my blood pressure. This the the nurse. And then she's like, okay, you can pop up on the bed. You can pop up. No, she, yeah, she took, went into there. She took my blood pressure and then there was a curtain. So she, she closed the blinds and then she took the curtain and wrapped it around like where the table is at. But she was behind the curtain. So I thought, oh, I thought you're going to pop out and then come in when I've taken my bottoms off. But no, she was still behind the curtain and putting lube on this spectrum, whatever thing it is. Scary thing. <laughs> So then I'm there like, okay, I, I guess I'm supposed to undress now. So I did. Um, and then she was like, oh, you can pop. She put a stool. Then she's like, oh, you can pop up on the bed now. So I popped up on, up up on the bed. And then she she obviously told you, she, <laughs> I'm so being, I'm being graphic here. And she's like, oh, you can um, flop your legs now. But anyway, so I did. And before you knew it, she was up there. I was like, oh, me. I thought, no, like, not. you know, there was no warm up or anything. She's all up in there. And before you know it, she's out here doing the whole sweeping business and counting up to five. And then, like, before I could even say, like, do you mind? She's like, are you okay? And she's like, oh, that's perfect. And she's like, doing whatever she's doing. I'm like, you've not, I've not even answered whether we're okay or not. And you, you just continue And I was like, this woman's crazy. But literally, it just, it literally did last about 30 seconds to a minute. And I was just like, oh, thank God I don't have to come back here for another three years. But it's done now. Um, so my recommendation for the week was to say, cause I, I'm one of those people that would just be like, oh, I'll wait a couple of months before I go. You know, it's not really that urgent. Like even my first one, the doctor had to like send me three letters in the post and say, okay, at this point, 
we need you to sign this document to say you are not coming in for your smear test and we are not taking responsibility if you end up having cervical cancer because we have offered it to you and you're not coming. Do you know what I mean? But this time, I, I took the letter and I was like, be a grown woman tonight. You're a woman now. Go and do it. So I went and did it. So my recommendation for this week is if you are awaiting your smear test and you've never had one before and it's a, and you're a woman and it's women's health, that is very important. Y'all need to take responsibility and go. So I'm encouraging everyone that's not had a smear test before or delaying one, make your appointment, ladies, and go get one. It literally is a minute and it's done. And it's once every three years. So that's my recommendation for this week. I second that. I think that's a show. Oh, no, is I don't it? know about you. Oh, is it? Have you well, got sis, one? Go and get your smear test. <laughs> I'm feeling what what's the word? I've I've I was supposed to have one when I'm when I was twenty eight, yeah. wasn't I? You're almost thirty. So Oh my goodness. Ruvimbo. Okay, shout out my age. Yeah, I'm going. I'm actually on on the GP website <laughs> right now in case she didn't see. Oh <laughs> wow. <laughs> But yeah, I I, w- I will do it and I'll I'll just live go. To it's tell literally the a tale. and it's done. It is it's done. So important. It's so important to get it. Is, it is and a like silent said, killer. Doesn't take long. Um, it's better to be safe than to be sorry. Literally, yeah. Women, women, women. I implore yeah. you to go and get it done. And it's better if there is anything that comes up or they see anything for them to start treating or you know earlier, looking into yeah. it early rather than later we've heard of the stories of how women have died from from cervical cancer may it not be us yeah. because we were being we were prioritizing other things mm-hmm. in our life over our health or we were being yeah yeah or out of fear let it not yeah. be us so yeah yeah um that was a great one i yeah. second that um recommendation mm-hmm. tendai um my recommendation for this week is um actually it's like really sweet so i I know i'm (laughs) always doing clubhouse stories but um shout out to one of my girls shanice um if you're listening we love you uh (laughs) so this week she decided to start a little room in clubhouse where we were just talking about music and music that we love and it ended up just turning into this great room with loads of people that were sharing the same ideas and things that we enjoy and similar music mm-hmm. taste and whatnot and we ended up making a playlist actually we've made two playlists now um and so um i would just like to recommend to people to listen to the playlist if they're wanting to listen to some good music different music to what they listen to normally it's straight vibes mm-hmm. no chaser um it's, that's not what it's called by the way <laughs> um, <laughs> but it is straight vibes, no chaser. <laughs> but the name of the playlist and i believe it's the name of the playlist on both spotify and apple music is clubhouse hyphen okay. music is a love language um if you're looking for mm. the person that created it it's richie brave as in R-I-C-H-I-E, Brave, B-R-A-V-E. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Clubhouse mix is called Clubhouse hyphen music is a love language. So enjoy. It's about oh. 11 hours of straight vibes. So yeah. Love that. I'm definitely going to have that on while I'm cooking then this evening. Thank you. Oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. 
my recommendation is to find yourself a good Christmas movie mm-hmm. that you like. No, uh, Harry do Potter? you know what I want to are watch? Com- are you recommending Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Harry Potter, all of them. Why is it that, <laughs> that you want to watch Shay? Jingle Jangle. Yeah. So oh, I'm, I heard I'm it's really good. It I heard it's really good. I- in the Christmas spirit because right now I don't think uh, I'm even thinking about Christmas properly yet um, yeah because as like I've only bought one gift and um, that's actually just arrived but yeah I'm not I'm not quite there yet so I think maybe when I get <laughs> home and um, back to my parents and I'm just relaxing then I yeah. might put it on but right now I've, I got I got things to be doing <laughs> girl doesn't feel like christmas yeah i'm gonna watch jingle jangle yeah well thank you ladies and gentlemen for listening to another episode of different twang podcast this has been episode 21 but yeah thank you for rocking with us once again um you can follow us on socials on instagram and on twitter our handle is at different twang you can also join the conversation on twitter by hashtagging different twang we love to hear what you guys have thought of the episode so please do get involved in that sense but if you'd like to email us our email address is different twang at gmail.com but yeah that's been us see you on the flip side bye, bye.